going to be a short little talk. Um, it's going to be good. Um, let's just start prayer, I guess. And Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Dear God, thank you so much for this opportunity to be together, this opportunity to have fun, to eat pie. Um, we are just so grateful for, for the gifts that you give us, uh, for the, these friendships um, this time. Um, amen. So, uh, this is the third lighthouse, third lighthouse, first lighthouse we talked about, what is your purpose, uh, Jim talked about what is your purpose, and that idea, what's going on here, oh my gosh, the idea that like your, some people's purpose in life might be to tie their friend's shoes together, um, it's the tie that binds, it's, it's, yes, yes, no, but that idea, that idea that, you know, we all have a purpose in life, God has, Polly, Okay, God has put us on the in this on this earth for a reason, right? And we all have a unique purpose in life, you know, some calling God wants us to do. We also have the universal calling to holiness and to heaven, right? Our our our, our eternal home. Um, and then second lighthouse we talked about the person of Jesus, and it's kind of it's cool how we set this up because it's like you know our purpose to get to heaven, and then like how do we get to heaven? Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Um, you know, in a relationship with him, and he leads us to the, the Father and, and to heaven with him. Um, and so tonight, we're going to talk, I'm going to talk a little bit, uh, very briefly, about um, what gets in the way of that relationship with Jesus. So right off the top of your head, what gets in the way of your relationship with Jesus? Ours personally, or just like... Generally. Oh, Generally. Social media. Social media, okay. <laughs> Different track than I was thinking, but cool. <laughs> oh wait. What else? What else? Was what I else? wrong? No, you're totally right. That's okay. totally good way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sin. <laughs> Sin, Dan. Thank you. Sin. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. That's cool. I mean, social media could be like an attachment, and it could be drawing us away from God. That's great. Yeah, Chris. Don't lie to other people. Don't lie to other people. Exactly. Don't sin. Yeah. Drugs so, huh? Drugs and alcohol. There you go. Sin. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, 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 that great topic, and it's kind of weird that we're talking about sin since like it's so, uh, it's right before Thanksgiving, um, but it's also kind of fitting because what I'm most thankful for is related to sin, not sin, that would be terrible, but anyways, um, I'll get to that point. So I have a couple points on sin, um, and the first point is that idea that our sin uh, offends, uh, offends God, right? How many people, how many of you have heard that? That our sins offend God? Right, right, right. Yeah, now, how, why do we say that? How does, what, what, what yeah, how do we, why do we say that? How does our, how does our sin affect God? Because if we think about it, theologically, God is God because he is, he is all good, all encompassing. He doesn't have any needs, right? He, he, he can't be hurt. Right by by us because he's God, you know, he has no limit, um, and so just think about that idea of that, you know, our sins offend God. Why do they offend God? Offend God? Um, I think I think the main the main ugliness of our sin is that um, you know uh, it hurts us mostly, right? When our whenever we sin, it, it, it hurts us. It hurts those around us, um, but more often than not, it just it can just hurt us, right? Um, and that's like any range of sin from like the biggest thing you can think of or the you know smallest little thing. Um, it, it hurts us. It doesn't hurt God necessarily, but but it offends God because he loves us so much, right? And God knows, he knows better than anybody that what we need 
is the relationship with him, right? And he, he loves us so much. He wants what's best for us, and he is what's best for us. It's kind of one of those weird things. Um, but it's awesome. And so when we sin, he sees that, and he knows that, like, he knows that, like, all we need is him, right? So that's what we, I mean, that's how I understand our, our sin offending God. It's not so much that it hurts him. I mean, it hurts him because he loves us so much. It hurts us. Um, and it hurts those around us. Um, so that's the first point I've just been thinking about uh, with this, this idea of sin general idea. And then the other point I want to make is um, how the devil views our sin and how God views our sin and the different, like, verse, you know, the difference between those two. Um, I think something I've reflected on in my life as a sinner, as we all are, um, is that the devil tends to lie to us before and after we sin. You know, before we sin, um, the devil's telling us that, you know, this is what's going to make us happy, right? Or this is like a quick fix, you know, this is like, who's God to tell me what to do, right? I want to do what I want to do, I'm going to do what I want to do, and you do it, right? And the devil's like, yeah, you know, you're your own master. From like the Garden of Eden, you know, the serpent tempting Adam and Eve, telling them like, who's God to tell you that you can't eat from this tree, right? Like, if you eat the tree, if you eat from the fruit of the tree, you'll be like God too. You know, he's just telling him like, attacking that, um, the pride of, the, of, of us, right? And then, so he tells us that, like, this is what's going to make us happy. This is what we need, right? And we can do whatever we want. But then as soon as we sin, what does the devil do? He shoots us down. He accuses us, right? He immediately turns on us, you know? In the beginning, he's like, you know, do whatever you want. Like, you can do this. You deserve this. You know, it's good for you, whatever. But then as soon as we do it, he totally accuses us and is like, how could you do that? You were, like, the worst person ever. Like, no one would ever love you, right? No one could ever care for you. No one would ever, you know, you're never going to get better, right? Like, how often do we think that when we're struggling with particular sin? Like, there's no end, right? And that's totally the devil. God never accuses us. The devil accuses us. Um, so that's something I wanted to point out. Um, but then, like, think about how the reverse is true for Jesus and, and God. When, you know, before we sin and we're tempted, God is right there just saying, like, you know, this is not what you need, you know, you just need me, I'm here, like, I'll come to me, all who are burdened and weary, and I will give you rest, you know, like, God is what we need. We've already talked about heaven is our home, heaven's our, our purpose, right? Um, relationship with Jesus is, like, the most important thing. And so, you know, think about that when, you, when you're tempted. Um, Jesus is right there saying, like, this is what you need, I'm what you need, come to me. And then as soon as we sin, um, I think... It's also the opposite of the devil. God is immediately just like, it's okay. Like, come back to me, you know? Like, he's never going to accuse us. He's all, We're going to beat ourselves up, but Jesus is always going to look at us and say, you know, it's all right, just come back to me, give me another chance, you know? Um, yeah. I just feel like, you know, the more we sin and the more we go to confession, it's always just like, man, I screwed up again. Like, I'm never going to get better. You know, like, i, I got to try again. i got to try again. You know, I keep saying that every time, you know? But it's really the opposite. Like, Jesus is saying that to me. He's saying, like, like, give me another chance, you know? Where I'm telling God, like, give me another chance, he's like, I really screwed that up. But the point still stands. Jesus <laughs> wants us to be closer to him than we would ever, we could ever desire. Um, and so, yeah. So I think it's good to, to think about our sinfulness, right, and our brokenness and our need for God. Because that leads into the point that I'm so grateful for the mercy of God. Right, that um, he loves us so much that he, he, our sins will never pull us um, 
from the love of God. Nothing can separate us from the love of God. Um, wow, I'm really jumbled right now. Um, blah, 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 blah. What was I going to say? Yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> Any thoughts? Any questions? It's a small group. It should be a, a dialogue. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, any leaders want to say any points? Your yeah. <laughs> devil thing makes a lot of sense to me too, from a, a little bit of a different <laughs> angle, but but probably the same angle. Mm -hmm. I the way I've often pondered it is that I think with the little sins, God and the devil are the opposite, mm -hmm. and with the big sins, God and the devil are opposite. Mm -hmm. So with the little sins. The devil is saying, oh, you know, don't worry about it. Everybody does it. It's not a big deal. Just go ahead. And I think with the little sins, God is saying, you know what? Just be mindful. The little things lead to the big things. Too many of the little things can eat you away. I want you to be holy in everything. Right? And then with the big sins, after we're done with them, the devil says, you are nothing but a piece of trash. Look, you can't do that. You know, you, you just fell. You're horrible. You're never going to be where you need to go. And after our big sins, God says, I still love you. You're still awesome to me. You're my child. Um, and I forgive you. Now let's, let's, let's go forward. Yeah, and I think, so, yeah, just that idea of like the devil doesn't want us to be thinking about our sins on a daily basis, really, because, especially those small ones. Like he doesn't, he wants us to think they're normal, you know. Um, and it's funny because like God doesn't want us to think about our sins because or he doesn't want us to think about our sins too much because then we could beat ourselves up right and he loves us he doesn't want us to beat ourselves up um, and he knows we're broken he knows we need him and we're nothing without him and, and we're stupid children uh, and uh, yeah so I think it's good to reflect on our sins but not too much and so I yeah if I can jump in on that yeah, point, yeah. I, I love the way you, you characterize that, and I think we often get confused at the difference between guilt and shame. True. And that's that difference. It's, it's, guilt is an acknowledgement that we've done something wrong because we have a moral compass that is rooted in our Christian values. Shame is, is the dwelling on that wrong thing that we may have done. And then continuing past that dwelling, we begin we can begin to define ourselves by that sin. And that's what the devil wants. The devil wants to reinforce that shame and for you to define, your, define yourself by your wrongdoings rather than what God wants and what God knows to be true is to define ourselves by the love that he has for us. Yeah, I think uh, during Thanksgiving we could be you know, particularly thankful for that idea that like God will love us no matter what. And we always have the sacrament of confession to us. And, uh, you know, always that opportunity to have a fresh start. Uh, yeah. Good stuff. The way which I've heard that too. Uh, he, God loves us exactly where we are and exactly who we are. But he loves us too much to leave us there. Mm. So he mm. likes our love to draw us closer to him. And, and even out of sin. <laughs> 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 yeah.
added for emphasis. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Any other thoughts on the topic? It's a complicated one. That was like, there's no way we're going to cover everything in this short amount of time. Yeah. So, cool. Announcements?